0: What is up, podcast fam? Welcome back to the Energy Exchange podcast where I am committed to creating a community filled with more movement, more gratitude, and more joy. So thank you so much for tuning in in today's show. Now, I do have one request. As you're listening to the show, I don't want you to just let the information go in one ear and out the other. I want you to do your best to apply this information, this knowledge, this wisdom into your life. So please make the most of this time. I appreciate you so much. And one last request is if this show resonates with you, if you gain some sort of value from this episode, please, please, please leave a review in the iTunes store. It makes such a huge impact in this mission to reach more people, and inspire more people, and empower more people. I love you so much. Thank you in advance. I appreciate you, and I can't wait for you to dive in today's show. Let's get it. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Energy Exchange Podcast, and I am so excited for today's show because I am bringing you a very very special guest i got natalie cardona in the house natalie Hi, welcome to the new studio. I'm so excited to connect with you. It's been a while.
1: Yes, it has. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you, Jeremy, for bringing me on to your podcast. Guys, if you don't know who I am, again, my name is Natalie Cardona. My Instagram handle is at Natalie C I'm sure Jared going to go ahead and include all the links here for you guys to go ahead and check me out. But I'm really excited to share my story to provide you guys with value. So let's get going.
0: Yes. I love, I love that you just jumped in and got people on the social platform. That is what's up. And, and, <laughs> and before this podcast, we were doing, uh, I introduced to you some acro yoga. Yeah, that was fun. And I think it's so important that you know, you were a little hesitant, but you did it and you came out of it after 10 minutes, like feeling energized, feeling so fulfilled. Refreshed. So refreshed. Talk about the importance of people, uh, maybe it's your coaching clients, leaning in to some of those things that might not be comfortable, that might be very challenging. So
1: the number one thing that kind of, you know, I was thinking about during acro yoga was that trust factor, right? So I had never done it before. Uh, Jared's just like, okay, we're going to do acro yoga. And I'm like, all right, let's do it. I'm down. Um, but that trust factor, letting go, letting go of all of my fears and just trusting in him. And uh, he, I know that he was going to protect me and have me safe the entire time. And that's kind of the same thing that a lot of us struggle with is just letting go of that fear and trusting in somebody else to help guide you through a process that you're unfamiliar with, which is what I encounter with a lot of my coaching clients. Um, Oftentimes, they don't really know where to start, who to go to, um, and they just need that first initial push. But it all comes back to that trust factor. You have to trust the people that you're reaching out to, you know. So thank you so much, Jeremy, for taking me through that. By the way, there's an epic video.
0: (laughs) Yes, we're going to post that Uh, in the very near future. So for those of you just tuning in and who are unfamiliar with Natalie, she is a super high level coach that helps uh, women all over the world with their fitness, with their nutrition, but not only just giving them things to do, really empowering them with skills to take ownership of these different facets of their life. So let me ask you, how did you become so passionate about fitness, nutrition, and really optimizing your health and wellness?
1: Sure. So let's go ahead and dive in to my story, how I started. So my story comes back all the way to, I guess, childhood. Um, I grew up seeing my mom always being so insecure with the way that she looked, being so insecure with her weight, chronic dieting, always being so fearful of food, and as a child, I didn't understand the impact that that was giving me. But now looking back, I'm like, wow, that really did impact me. So growing up, middle school, high school, I had a lot of body dysmorphia. I never thought that I was thin enough or beautiful enough. I was always looking up to women that I saw in magazines or the movies, and my goal was always just to be skinny. I wanted to do everything that I could to be skinny, I started off running every single day. I would run with my mom. We would run around the neighborhood before going um, to hi- I would, before I would go into high school, and I did that for months on end. And I got so burnt out. Why? Because it wasn't something number one that was sustainable for me. I didn't enjoy what I was doing, but most of all, I was not seeing the results that I was chasing. That's funny, right? Because I was running and I was trying to chase something. I wasn't getting it. Uh, So ever Mm -hmm. since then, a switch kind of just turned on in my head. And I was like, there has to be something out there that works. Other people are doing it. Why can't I? So 2012 graduated high school. This was actually my new year's resolution. This year, Natalie, this is going to be the year where you finally take ownership of your health and you're going to do things the right way. Guess what I did? I'm like an all-in or all-out type of person. I went to college. um, I switched my major so many times. I wanted to be a veterinarian. I don't know if I ever told you that. Mm. I actually wanted to be a veterinarian. And then I bounced back and forth between different majors until I finally changed it to nutrition. So I went full force in the healthy lifestyle. I changed my major from biology to nutrition. And that's when everything changed for me. So I had been working out. I was in the gym, so scared of the weights. If you're a woman and you're hearing this, I know you feel me on this. So scared of the weight room. I would walk into the gym, look at the weights, be so scared. And I would go straight to the elliptical. Mm -hmm. I would go straight to the elliptical and I would try to burn as many calories as possible. And then after that, jump on the leg extension. I was doing that for maybe years on end. And guess what? Still no progress. So when I finally um, changed my major to nutrition and I learned, I educated myself on proper nutrition. That's when I saw the changes in my body. And that's where I realized, man, my relationship with food all these years has been so bad. I've had such a negative relationship with food, which is what I aim to do today with all the women that I help. Ultimately, what I want to help women um, find is a healthy relationship with food. Because once you have that, then the results that you're going to get physically will just be a byproduct of that relationship.
0: Mm. Wow. Uh, there's a lot of places I want to go with this and unpack. I
1: know I talk a little too
0: fast. No, 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 <laughs> no. They, like so much valuable information there, because I think what you mentioned, first of all, like with your mom, yeah, it's, it's so powerful because like that was kind of why you got started and what put things on the radar for you. And I feel like so many people can relate to that, that they do have this really uh, fucked up relationship with food and food is such an emotional thing Yeah, because when you're younger, maybe you've been rewarded for all of the good things you've done with cupcakes, with Funyuns, with fruit roll-ups. So you associate, uh, you associate doing well with eating sugar and eating all of these things right it gives you that dopamine rush and then i think also what you said about like unpacking and 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 not being so scared of the weights you recently made a post i know about like the reason you're not making progress is because you're doing too much cardio Mm -hmm. and i think that's like such a big misconception especially among women because they might be scared that they're going to get like super bulky and big and can you, can you like debunk that myth really quickly? Yeah, let's
1: go ahead and talk about that really quick. It is 2020, my friends, you will not get bulky. If you're a woman and you weight train hard, you will not get bulky. You do not have enough testosterone in your body to provide that stimulus to your muscles to grow to an extent that a male can. So keep that in mind, hit the weights hard. If your goal is to sculpt your body, it all begins with the resistance training that you're doing. So you can sculpt your body the way that you want it to look in the gym. And then you will reveal all that muscle, you'll look toned, you'll feel beautiful, you'll feel strong, but all of that will be revealed through your nutrition. So if your goal is to be toned, the number one thing that you should stop doing is relying solely on cardio. Cardio is an amazing tool, obviously, for cardiovascular health, you want to be healthy, you don't want to feel like you're out of breath when you're coming up and down the stairs. It is a tool that we will use in your fitness journey. But it shouldn't be the only thing that you're relying on if your goal is body recomposition.
0: Hmm. Wow. Yeah. That's powerful. The way that you describe that, like really gives me a visual, like, yes, that is exactly what I need. And you know, I, I mean, you're not going to get muscles. Like my butt muscles aren't that big, but you're not going to get muscles like these if you're a girl and you're like, unless you're taking steroids or something like that. And I'm I'm curious to know that like for you and your coaching and your clients, I know you put so much intention and so much effort into each of their programs and really personalizing each one. So, so let me ask you, like, what made you, what inspired you to go that extra step rather than just providing people with cookie cutter, cookie cutter, like get shredded fast programs, like, What inspired you to really dive deeper and provide them all of that value?
1: It's because I did everything myself. I did those fad diets. I crash dieted for a while. I just did cardio. I was following the um, lose 10 pounds in one week uh, meal plans on the magazines and I would do it. Sure. I would see results, but I was so miserable. Mm -hmm. I was so miserable because I was just following a generic plan that wasn't meant for me. And it all goes back down to the nutrition aspect of fitness. So you can work out all day, every day, but if your nutrition, doesn't match your goals, you're not going to get the results that you're looking for, which is what I struggled for so many years. I was working out. I thought I was doing what I needed to do, but my body was not changing. So when I actually learned what you need to be fueling your body with, how to manipulate nutrition to reach your goals, it was a game changer for me. It was it was a no brainer. I was like, I have to share this with women from all over the world, because if I'm struggling with this, I know there are so many women struggling with the same thing. So I really take pride in customizing everything for the client because every woman is different every individual is different everybody wants everybody has different wants different needs everybody loves different types of foods and more importantly you have to take the client's health into consideration if you follow a cookie cutter plan if you follow a diet that's a thousand calories you know of course you're going to get results but is that healthy are you going to be able to sustain that are you going to get progress and then keep it long term Most likely, the answer is no, because I've done it myself. So when I went ahead and I found this happy medium with working out, enjoying it, eating food, the foods that I love and also seeing progress, I was like, I have to share this. So that's why I always take um, my time customizing things for every single client, because I want every single person that works with me to have a really great experience and then leave, leave working with me, able and confident to achieve the results that they want to see and keep it long term.
0: Mm, I love that. And if you are a woman listening right now, I really encourage you. I mean, both men and women should follow you because you put out such valuable content that is relevant to everyone. But if you're a woman specifically, and you're trying to elevate your health and wellness and work with someone who's really going to take care of your needs and really uh, put in that extra attention to detail. Natalie is definitely the person you want to work with. Um, and we'll link to all of her, her contact info in the show notes. Um, and, and I think that's so important when you're talking about uh, talking about personalized nutrition. Like if there were maybe three principles, maybe three three foods that universally you've seen have really reaped a lot of rewards for people. You know, maybe it is substituting this for that, right? But maybe like universally, whether it's like, I always talk about brain boosting foods, right? Mm -hmm. So like extra virgin olive oil, avocados, things like that for me, I almost say like don't even worry how much you have like it's so beneficial for your brain and and other parts of your body that you can have an abundance of them. Mm-hmm, are correct. there any foods on your mind that that are like that that it's like you need to implement this into your
1: so I wouldn't say that there's necessarily a certain type of food. Um, my approach with nutrition is that all foods serve a purpose in your diet. There are no good or bad foods. There's just foods that are more nutrient dense versus not nutrient dense. Um, I follow the 80-20 diet rule. Have you ever heard of that? 80% of your diet should be filled with nutrient dense food. And then 20% can be filled with other fun stuff, you know, fill in your, um, satisfy your cravings. If you need to, we all have that, but the principles that I always teach my clients is Here's number one. Number one, you should always be getting five to seven servings of fruits and vegetables daily. Micronutrients are so important. Our bodies need enough micronutrients to be able to function optimally. So you're going to be getting those nutrients when you consume five to seven servings of fruits and vegetables daily. So what is a serving size? I'm sure people are going to be asking that. That's like a cup, a cup of broccoli would be a serving size, a cup of spinach. Um, Let's be real. Let's take a second to really be real and just analyze our diet. Most of us don't get five to seven servings of fruits and vegetables daily, do you?
0: I mean, thank goodness I take my elixir, but like still probably a little short.
1: (laughs) I'm short too, and I'm a nutritionist. So there's actually this supplement that I love taking that I always, always encourage everybody to take. It's called OptiGreens. It's from first form. I'll go ahead and I'll have Jeremy provide a link for you guys. But uh, the OptiGreens is two scoops, provides you 11 servings of fruits and vegetables daily which is going to be amazing if you're a picky eater you don't like fruits and vegetables or you just know that you don't have enough in your diet just taking a greens powder would be so beneficial for you to get those micronutrients in so that's going to be my first tip the second tip would be to prioritize your protein intake so you should be having lean protein three to four times a day within your meals just to ensure that you're um, providing your body enough protein to recover to build muscle tissue and to also Provide optimal functions within your body. So protein not only helps with the building and recovery and repair of your muscles, but it also helps with a lot of different functions that are occurring in your your body on a day-to-day basis. So fruits and veggies for sure, prioritize your protein intake. And then the third top tip that I would recommend universally to everybody is to have complex carbs with every single meal. So I know that a lot of women are afraid of carbohydrates. I'm here to tell you that carbs are necessity you don't it's not gonna make you fat it's not gonna stall your progress you can definitely have rice and bread if you like it <laughs> just make sure that you're having complex carbs within every single one of your meals and also pair that with a healthy fat like avocados like you said that's so great
0: mm. and really i love that like we've talked about that before prioritizing protein really just having things that are satiating.
1: Yes, exactly. Because protein will provide that. um, It will provide you a higher level of satiety, which means that you'll feel fuller longer.
0: And I, and I, and I think just people, a lot of times we're just eating what's convenient and quick. And it's like two hours later, we're craving more food. Yeah. Right. And, and that goes all back to that nutrient density. So let me ask you, um, about your mom? Because I think that's really interesting, yeah. you know, talking about that and watching kind of her struggle with that and, and the different pain points that she was suffering from, how is she doing now? And have you been able to um, impact her with your work? Because sometimes in my experience, it's like, It was so frustrating for me at times because I was helping so many people and there's times where like, I felt like I wasn't even helping my parents or my brother, like I wanted to. And it's harder to get into your family sometimes because you have so much history with them. Exactly. So talk a little bit about that.
1: I feel like I'm kind of in the same boat. Um, for, I lead by example, so I always try to show my family, you know, this is how you should be eating. But it all comes down to the way that that person was not only raised, but what were their pain points when they were little and where did they develop it? Maybe she saw something with her mom or her grandma or somebody in her household that was always constantly dieting that caused her to feel that way. So me trying to lead by example has definitely helped. Um, now she's she tracks her macros. She tracks her macros. She's followed my, um, my lead with that, which has been really, really beneficial. But I feel like it's still a work in progress. We try every single day. We always sit down and we talk about our nutrition. We plan our meals together. We meal prep together. But it definitely just takes time to break that old habit. Breaking bad habits is very, very hard. But with consistency, with dedication, I'm sure, I'm sure we're gonna get there with her. It's mm-hmm. just been a learning process. It's Do you still like something move with difficult.
0: her too? Do you guys like move together, go on walks?
1: Yeah. We, so we, right now she actually is finishing my six week challenge that ended two weeks ago. So she's keeping up with her movements every day. Sometimes I'm not not able to train with her, but when I can, of course I I work Mm. out with her and I lead her.
0: Yeah. And just to call the action for everyone listening, like you have loved ones in your life. Like how can you show up for them in a more powerful way right now? Because sometimes like we're so caught up in our own shit in our own narrative that we forget about the people who like brought us here. And I'm always thinking now, like even if it's just a voice note to my mom in the morning or a video message to my brother or dad, like those things make a huge impact. Of course. And and that level of like unconditional love where it's like, listen, I would love for you to take action on this because I know it's going to lead towards your growth in a healthier body and a healthier mind. However, with that being said, even if you don't do any of this, I still love you. It's it's out of a place of love. I want you to be the best version of yourself so you can feel more energized and yeah. fulfilled. Yeah,
1: and just live a long, healthy lifestyle with confidence, you know, and not only in your fitness journey, but you as a person. I found that through fitness, not only have I gained confidence in my ability to move and my ability to help people, but it's also helped me with my own self-worth. You know, following through with something really has spark that confidence in me knowing that I am capable. I am capable of doing absolutely anything that I set my mind to. And I feel like us as women, we talked about this a little bit earlier with Jeremy, we undervalue our our potential. And we do have the potential to achieve absolutely anything. It just comes down to how bad do we want it? And do we have the guidance to actually get there?
0: Mm. And that's the guidance that you're providing, which is amazing. Yeah. (laughs) So let me ask you, these last... Three or so months have been very interesting times in human history. And I'm curious to know what has been the biggest divine download that you've had during this time. And what I mean by divine download is like the biggest maybe takeaway for you, the biggest realization for you over these last three months.
1: The biggest realization is if you don't adapt, you'll sink. If you're you're not, you have to be so committed to always growing regardless of the obstacles that come your way, that you find a way to jump over those hurdles. And these past three months have really been life-changing for me because it has really forced me to really reinvent myself. How can I continue to provide value to people during these crazy times? And to me, that was continuing to push out free, valuable content across all social media platforms. And then I also developed a really, really affordable home workout challenge that we can go ahead and we can talk about a little bit later in the podcast but really just providing people with the easy access to continue moving to continue pursuing their fitness goals even though things were a little bit crazy these past three months it has it's totally doable but for me what was the the real turning point was sitting with myself and saying, what can Natalie do to continue providing value for those that are truly struggling during this time? And that answer was providing affordable workout programs.
0: Mm, I love that. And I love that you made that decision consciously to shift and pivot and understand like people are struggling right now and you have the opportunity to really impact lives in such a positive way. And, and I think that's so powerful that you made that decision. Were there any times earlier on during quarantine where you're like, where you like found yourself slipping up a little bit
1: oh yeah motivation definitely definitely diminished you know all I wanted to do was sit down and watch Netflix all day gyms are closed life pretty much stopped it could have been so easy for me to just sit on the couch and binge watch Netflix but then I really have to just be real with myself is that gonna get me to my goals is that gonna get me closer or further away from where I want to be in the next three to six months and when you have those really hard conversations with yourself is when you start brainstorming when you start actually coming up with a game plan. So taking, taking 15 minutes at the end of the night to just sit with my thoughts and think, what is it that I want to do? What is it that I'm currently doing? Hello, wake up. Those were the talks that I had with myself. Mm-hmm. And then once I realized what, I'm, what I was doing wasn't conducive to my goals, I was forced to level up. You know? Yeah,
0: I think that's so important too that you mentioned like that internal dialogue because all of us have this overactive mind, right? Mm-hmm. We have 60,000 thoughts a day. And so many, 90% of those thoughts are the same exact thoughts that we had the day before. So to really understand and become aware of those thought patterns, because those are going to manifest into your feelings and emotions and behaviors and habits. So that's good that you like got a hold of them and you're like, wait, hold up, Nat. Mm-hmm, like, you
1: know what happens? We are we are the ones that are stopping our own selves from the ability to succeed in anything that we want to do. Oftentimes it's our own mind. That's it's what's limiting us. It's nothing else. And we can, we try to blame external factors when in reality it's our own bullshit. It's Mm -hmm. our own thoughts. It's our own insecurities. So really just, being so self-aware that you have all of that and then coming up with a game plan to, yeah, you know what? I'm gonna have these insecurities, but at the end of the day, I'm gonna push them to the, to the side, come up with a plan to then come out on the end. That's gonna be so beneficial and that's gonna be the turning point for you to actually succeed in whatever it is that you wanna do.
0: Mm. Ooh, I'm feeling fired up, let's go, okay. What up, fam? Sorry to interrupt today's show, but I am so excited. This podcast, The Energy Exchange Podcast, is something that I have put my blood, sweat, and tears into. And honestly, the best way that you can show your gratitude for me and this show is by leaving an honest review in the iTunes store. It would genuinely mean the world to hear your feedback and to support this mission. Word of mouth is is my oxygen. Thank you so much, fam. I appreciate you, I love you. Let's get back to the show. Let's talk about your limiting beliefs. And I know you mentioned, you know, through high school, through college, You were, uh, you you had um, maybe lacking confidence about your body image and these type of things. And now it seems to me that you've cultivated so much confidence. What is maybe one limiting belief that still likes to rear its ugly head right now and and what are you committed to doing to getting over that or or actually share that first share that first i feel like you have a good one for us
1: i do (laughs) it's funny because jeremy has this thing where he loves to put me on the spot and just forces me to think but it's great you need friends like that in your life so my number one limiting belief that it's i feel like it's going to be an ever going process to try to get over Um, but it's it was a bad habit that i built over the years unknowingly. It's just my limiting belief of not being good enough,
0: mm-hmm. you know,
1: not being good enough to for anything. Um, for a while, I thought it was I wasn't good enough because of the way that my body looked. So people wouldn't respect me or people wouldn't like me. Um, and I thought that changing my body would mean that more people would like me. That's not the case. Nobody really cares about how you look. How are you as a person? So for a while, I thought if I change my body, that means that people are going to like me. Guess what? I changed my body, but I was still a shitty person. You know, because of that negative um, thought that I had that I wasn't good enough. So I thought I wasn't good enough. That meant that other people also thought I wasn't good enough. That wasn't the case. That, that's a huge one that I feel like I'm still working on but what has helped me was definitely fitness and it, it always just comes back down to fitness because not only did fitness allow me to see what my strength was physically but mentally as well I gained a lot of self-worth self-confidence simply because I set my mind to a goal and I actually followed through and then I realized you know what I am good enough I am capable of doing absolutely anything you know
0: <laughs> yes. Yes, I know. I know. I'm affirming
1: that right now. By the way.
0: <laughs> yes. Yeah, so okay. So that came up for you uh, specifically the "I am not good enough" conversation, which I think again is something that we all struggle with at times. Let me ask you, like, how else did that manifest other than like did it did it manifest into your relationships? Um, was it? Was it trickling into other areas of life? Like I wanna, I wanna paint us a picture of that. Um, just because I love what what I like to do on this show is really be authentic. Because I feel like so many people listening. Um could benefit from like these type of stories and these type of uh, conversations um, because they might see you they might check out your social media and they're like like what the fuck is not talking about like I'm not good enough of right. course he's fucking good enough right. right so maybe what is one way that that unexpectedly manifested
1: that manifested into my relationships for sure. Um, I was very codependent in somebody else making me feel like I was good enough because I didn't think I was good enough. So I kind of just Mm. hoped that somebody else would make me feel like I was good enough. And that was never the answer because your self-worth does not come from anybody else ever. It only ever comes from yourself. So that codependency was directly related to my negative thought of not being good enough, you know?
0: Mm, that's a good reflection. Mm-hmm. That's I pow- feel like a lot of
1: people relate to that too.
0: Yeah, that's really powerful. Like if if you, I'm gonna actually remind me to give you a book at the end of this called Mastery of Love. Have you read it? No. Oh my be. gosh. So, so yeah, and this is so powerful. Like your relationship with yourself, your relationship with your body is a reflection of every other relationship in your life. So if you think of yourself as a piece of shit that you're not worthy or that you're not good enough or that you're not smart enough or pretty enough whatever that conversation it looks like that's gonna really reflect in all the other relationships correct uh, that you have and oftentimes what i like to say is like hurt people hurt people the people who are doing bad things on this planet are not people who are loving themselves they're not the people who are constantly evolving and growing they're people who have really uh, toxic thoughts about themselves and that manifests into really destructive things sometimes so everyone listening this is a great time to just take inventory of your thoughts of your beliefs in all of these areas of your life because you know it it, awareness is really such a superpower because once you become aware of these things, like not just became, and I'm sure that's a conversation you've been having with yourself about like, Hey, codependency, self-worth, like these type of things. We start to look for things in the wrong places, mm-hmm. right? We're looking for that external validation. And, uh, and, and I, I'm really glad you shared that. And I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Thank you. We keep it real around here. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate that. Let me ask you what, are you right now in this present moment on June 24th, 5th, 4th, <laughs> June 24th. What are you most excited about?
1: Ooh, You guys can't see me, but I'm jumping. I have so <laughs> many exciting things. <laughs> what you, where should I start first? Um, challenge okay okay so i'm super super excited for my next six week transformation challenge that's going to be launching july 1st the this last um six weeks i launched a six week transformation challenge called corn lane obviously for the quarantine and everything that's been going on and the results that the women have been making has been phenomenal you guys can totally check it out on my instagram we have a huge community of women just ready to provide everybody with motivation accountability support and us as women we really 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 need that community. So July mm-hmm. 1st, my next six week transformation challenge will be launching. That's going to be starting on July 13. But if you're interested in transforming your life, not only your body, but your life, your mindset, really just fixing your relationship with food, then definitely go ahead and keep your eyes peeled for the announcement on July 1st.
0: Yes. And That's super exciting. And we're going to get as many people enrolled in that as possible. You had a hundred for your last one. Yes. So I am committed to helping you top 100 this time around.
1: Let's do it. Are you committed to that? I'm
0: committed. Let's go. go, (laughs) So, so I love that. And, and that's exciting. Is there anything maybe, uh, maybe like externally, like in the universe, in the world, in Miami, that has you also feeling some type of way? Um,
1: no, elaborate. Keep going. Is, <laughs> no, me go. just,
0: just for me, I feel like with everything going on, Uh, These last few months, I feel at least my hope is that people start to really understand the importance of of health health and their immunity. Because what's crazy, if you look at the stats of COVID-19, is one third of the cases have been in the U.S. Mm But the US is only 4% of the world's population. So there's clearly a disconnect. We've identified that this country is extremely unhealthy. And I think it's really important that people like you and myself continue stepping up our game. And I don't think there's ever been a time where I've personally felt more called to serve than right now. So like for me, I'm excited, like obviously I have so much compassion for everybody right now who's struggling. And this has affected everyone in some capacity, but it's obviously affected people, uh, different people in a much more powerful way. All the people who have lost their job, all the people whose businesses have been forced to basically shut down, right? Um, So I'm, I'm curious to know like something like that,
1: what excites me is the fact that we, although we aren't in control of a lot of the things that are currently happening, you know, if you lost your job, that was not in your control. Everything that has been happening these past couple of months are directly out of our control. But the one thing that is in your control is your ability to move, is your ability to put your health first. And like you said, right now it is our time as health and wellness experts to really just continue putting out even more valuable information to those people who are now finally realizing. That the number one thing that you should be focusing on is your health. That's the number one thing that's going to um, help you live a long, healthy lifestyle versus a negative, unhealthy lifestyle. Mm-hmm. If you have been so, you know, committed to your job for the past 10, 20 years and then all of a sudden you got laid off, what do you have to show for it if you have if you have health issues? Now is a time to really just take full control of your own health. And that all starts number one with your nutrition. How does your nutrition look like? Um, out to somebody who is an expert in the field if you don't know where to start. There is so much valuable information out there. But us as health and wellness experts, what really truly excites me is that now is our time to again help the masses just take control of their health um, because that is something that we have full control over. You know, the world can turn upside down one day as it did, but the one thing that we can um, have full control over is the way that we react to certain situations and our health.
0: Hmm that's powerful. I think that's super true. Uh, what would you say? Like, cause I know nutrition is really like your real house. Obviously you studied it in school and you continue to dive deep and, and really get the latest and greatest knowledge there. What would you say are maybe three? Can we go? I, I know you like busting myths. So <laughs> we busted like the carbs myth. Yeah, okay. The cardio too. The cardio. Let's go with maybe one more. And then also, I want you to feel free to like maybe dive in a little deeper into like your approach. Sure. Right. Mm -hmm. Because I think it's unique and I think it's really valuable. And I don't actually think we've had that talked about on the show yet.
1: Okay. So I want you to
0: share your gifts fully.
1: So we're going to go ahead and talk about my approach with nutrition. So if you guys remember at the beginning of the podcast, I mentioned that. Are what stops us from really seeing our results physically is the nutrition aspect. So we don't really know how much to eat, when to eat, or what to eat in order to reach our goals. Oftentimes, we feel like in order to reach our goals, we need to give up something. Mm -hmm. For women, that's carbs. You know, we want, we need to give up bread we can't have rice we can't have ice cream oh it's somebody's birthday we can never have a slice of cake my approach to nutrition is that all foods fit so I follow flexible dieting and I have all of my clients follow flexible dieting if you don't know what flexible dieting is flexible dieting is an approach to your nutrition where you track your calories you track your macronutrients which is protein carbs and fats and you fill your diet with the foods that you love and enjoy obviously you know following the 80 20 rule, but satisfying your cravings. If you wake up one day and you really want to have protein pancakes for breakfast, you can totally make that work. If one day, you know, you're so stressed and you want to have a piece of chocolate at the end of the day, you can have that with no fear of that hindering your fitness goals. So with my clients, um, I really teach them how to fix their relationship with food through flexible dieting, through tracking their, their intake. Cause oftentimes people say, you know, I'm eating healthy, I'm eating clean, but I'm still not seeing results. Well, what does eating clean really mean? Eating clean is different to every single person. So you could be eating clean, but eating clean for you could mean that you're having six avocados a day. Avocados, although they're super beneficial, they're filled with healthy fats, they are very calorically dense. So you could be putting yourself in a calorie surplus, which means eating more than what your body burns on a daily basis. And that's what's hindering your progress. It's not the avocados, it's the calories. It's the calories that you're consuming. So with flexible dieting and with tracking your intake, you're more mindful about the foods that you're consuming. You're actually able to gain this knowledge of how much does four ounces of protein look like versus, you know, six ounces of protein. And I teach all of my clients that because it has been the best way for people to actually stick to their program because not only are you getting results, but you're also eating the foods that you love in the process.
0: So, let me ask you when when people for me, it's interesting because I've never actually like tracked my macros okay um and I feel like so in in, in there's different approaches that work for everyone, obviously. Tracking macros gets you super locked in and dialed in and you really cultivate that awareness of like, oh, wow, I didn't know this contained this amount of fat or protein or whatever it may be. Um, I'm curious to know when you see, uh, these women come into your program and they do this for 12 weeks, right? Eight weeks. Eight weeks. Do they, um is is the goal to get them to the point where they don't really need to measure it and like they can just be intuitive yeah. and start kind of understanding what that looks like.
1: Yeah, so I always, Ask my clients to track their macros initially, again, just to become more self-aware of how many calories you're consuming and how many calories you actually need to be consuming to feel energized, not through your workouts, but on a day-to-day basis. So oftentimes women come to me, hey, Natalie, I am unable to lose weight. I'm eating clean. I'm working out. I'm doing all this amount of cardio. And the first thing that I look at is their nutrition. I ask them to send me a 48-hour recall, which is pretty much logging everything that they're consuming for that day obviously not, not trying to impress me. I want to know exactly how you eat. And what they realize is, wow, I actually, I've been eating so little, which is why I haven't been gaining losing weight or I've been eating too much. I thought I was eating the correct amounts if I've been eating clean. So when we bring that self-awareness through tracking calories, through tracking macros, they gain the knowledge and the ability to then transition into a more intuitive eating lifestyle. I don't think that people need to track macros or track calories forever. That's definitely never the the goal, but initially, I do feel like you do need to build that self awareness so that you can understand what your body needs in order to thrive.
0: Mm. I love that thrive, thrive, such a powerful <laughs> word. Um, so curious to know, um, what are some other things? So like that caloric deficit. Now, one of the things that has kind of triggered me in the past is seeing like these super Jack dudes mm-hmm. posting like pictures of them or videos of them, like crushing a pizza, like not the fact that they're crushing a pizza, but they're like basically telling people like, Oh, you can crush your pizza and have a six pack. Cause it's only about like the caloric deficit right Mm -hmm. so like yes obviously that's important especially it's very pivotal with weight loss right but but in terms of like that type of stuff where it's like oh yeah just eat that as long as you uh burn off a little bit more or or anything along those lines so i guess my question to you would be like what are some other focal points um that are important to you when looking at nutrition, whether that be like brain health or gut health or things like that. Are there any areas that you kind of like pinpoint?
1: Yeah. So if it fits your macros gets a really bad reputation because people love to showcase that they're eating fun foods. You know, nobody really wants to see that you're eating chicken and asparagus or a salad. Uh, like I said, you're following the 80-20 rule. So 80% is going to be filled with nutrient dense foods. And then those other 20% like pizza, Pop-Tarts, whatever you see, you know, these Jack dudes posting, that's their 20%. You guys have to understand that. So if it, if it fits your macros it does provide you a lot of flexibility, but you can be an You know, you're still trying to live a healthy lifestyle. So I always tell my clients, number one, you need to focus on your fiber intake. So minimum of 25 to 35 grams daily make that a priority with your meals first. And then if you hit that number, then you can go ahead and add the fun stuff because it's not going to hinder your progress.
0: And what does that, what does that look like? Like 25 to 35 grams of fiber in terms of like food, like what are some foods that are rich with that? And then what does the fiber help with?
1: Fiber is going to help number one with your digestion. So optimizing your digestion is going to be key, especially in your fitness journey, because if you don't optimize your digestion, you, you're you not going to be able to see the results that you could simply because your digestion 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 is not working. You're not pushing food out. It's not getting up. The nutrients aren't being absorbed optimally, and your body will not absorb them as they would if your digestion was on point. So, foods rich in fiber are fruits and vegetables. So, going back to those five to seven servings daily, that's going to help you with your fiber intake as well. Um, If you love oatmeal, that's going to be great. It also helps with satiety. Fiber is really great in Mm. keeping you satiated. So, when you have foods higher in fiber, you'll notice that you won't go a long time or you will go a long time without feeling hungry. And that can help with managing your calories. And in turn, it also helps you with weight management. So fiber is going to be a really, really great one. The other one would be prioritizing your um, water intake. So oftentimes a lot of people don't even drink a lot of water. So my recommendation would be to get your body weight, and, divide, and uh, divide that in two. And then that will be how many ounces of water that you need to drink. So let's say you weigh 200 pounds, you would be drinking a hundred ounces of water to stay fully hydrated.
0: Hmm, I love that. And Natalie, like as soon as I greeted her downstairs today, she busts out like her big gallon jug of water. So she's, she's not just saying these, sh- saying these things, she's actually embodying them and doing them and being consistent with them. And I think what's, what's important, that you said, is like leading by example. Yeah. You know, people aren't always going to listen to you, but they will observe you and and they'll see like, oh, wow, like Nat is just up in the morning, consistent with X, Y and Z. And she's getting the results. And and I think that can be such a powerful way to lead is by just embodying those qualities, doing those things and being so consistent with that approach. Um, I'm curious to know. So. By the way, the way you say, is it satiety? Satiety. Okay, cool. I've never actually said that word. I've only said satiated and I was (laughs) like, and I was like, oh, okay. Wow. Like that sounds good. I'm definitely going to bust that out more. So, so with everything going on, uh, with everything going on and, um, and, and you really purifying your priorities and, and elevating your game as a coach and as a learner and as a teacher and just as an overall human being, like, what do you feel like is that next chapter, that next thing that you've really been curious about that you want to pursue? Is there anything that is really, uh, I don't want to say keeping you up at night, but like is really getting you, uh, eager to jump into something. Is there something you want to add? Is there something you want to learn?
1: I feel like there is this gap within the fitness health and wellness industry where we need to start providing people with accurate information and not false information. Promises. So a lot of people think that they're going to get results in two weeks. A lot of people think that if they follow this program, they're going to get amazing, amazing, unbelievable results. Guys, there's no secret. There really is no secret. The secret is in the results. And those results are, you're going to get those results by following actual evidence based um, information. So what gets me really excited is that I know that I have the knowledge to provide people with solid advice that's going to help them elevate their life. But I just need to find a way where I can push that out. You know, I want to continue impacting the masses. I want to continue changing women's lives all over the world. And my next step would be to find a way to continue doing that, you know, just elevating what I've been doing times 10.
0: Mm, I love that. And you're, since the day I met you, which was probably like a little over a year ago at an event that I was facilitating and teaching at. And I had the chance to connect with you, your parents. And like one of the first things that like struck, like that struck me was like you're, I could tell like you were a grinder, like you loved the work. And even like as your mom, I think was taking a picture of you, you were like so precise, you're like, no ma, (laughs) like that's not the angle we need right now. Let's go (laughs) step up. And and I've watched you, you know, from afar, but we've had chances to connect and I see how passionate you are. And you guys can hear it by the way she's speaking with that enthusiasm, with that passion. And that's what's so beautiful when you find your calling and you really pursue it, right? It doesn't, it it, it flows and you just are so uh, eager to share and disseminate this information. And for you, I feel like you have, um, Uh, I don't know the way to put this, but I basically recently I'm reading a book right there. Actually, it's called the, the way of the superior man. And it talks about how, like today there's a lot of men that are perceived kind of as pussies, like wimps, like they're soft. Mm -hmm. And then on the contrary, there's the women who are like hard charging, goal oriented. And it's almost like this uh, role reversal, right. From like the past. Uh, from the past narrative. And it's almost like I hear women complaining like, like these dudes are bitches. And then I hear like some dudes complain like, yo, that girl's like, like so wait, much. yeah. So like, so, so I'm curious to know, like for you, when it comes to like balancing the, uh, the the other areas of life in terms of your relationships, your friends, and doing all of these things, like what has been your approach And do you feel like that area of your life right now is well balanced?
1: I feel like it's a work in progress. Um, I feel like I've taken on the role subconsciously to be a leader, not only in business, but in all of my relationships. I feel like I've always kind of had to carry the weight on my shoulders. And I put that role on myself. Nobody, nobody told me to do that. So as somebody who owns a business, you know, you have to have some sort of level of, You know, you got to You got to be one way. You got to be respected. Uh, For me, I felt like a lot of people wouldn't respect me simply because I'm young or I'm a woman or I don't know what thoughts I put in my mind. So I jumped into this role of being a leader. And something that I'm actually struggling with is letting go a little bit. Um, There's feminine energy and then there's masculine energy, right? I'm learning a little bit about that now. And I would really love to tap into my feminine energy when it comes to my relationships and being okay with letting somebody else take the lead for once instead of me doing all the work. I feel like that's okay when it comes to like business and stuff. But when it comes to relationships, that's not really optimal. It's not really conducive to what I want in my future. I don't know if you have some golden nuggets for that.
0: Uh, yeah, that's I a came good one. on the spot. <laughs> yeah, no, I appreciate that. I thank you for sharing. Um, for me, I definitely feel like I've found a better balance and synergy between my energy systems. Uh, I for sure am like a hard charger in terms of, you know, I like getting my shit done and I like making progress towards my goals and for me it's all about whatever i'm doing and putting my energy towards i want to be fully engaged and present so if i am going to hang out like for instance like i know we're connecting today from 12 to 3 so it's like i know my morning and the day before like i want to take care of x y and z so i can be fully present with that and there's nothing else like competing for my energy you know what I mean, yeah. and so so I feel like that has helped me, and, and then also like I've also realized that for me, like in past relationships with women, I've always uh, I've always and this is completely on me because like that's who I chose to be with, right? But I've always kind of been with someone who uh, who I feel like I see their greatness, but they haven't identified mm-hmm. it, and it's like almost like. I'm going to come save you and show you that you're worthy and and I'm going to prove my worth by helping you. And I realized that narrative that was taking place and repeating itself and all of these women were like great great girls and like a majority of them are still my friends, but uh, but the bottom line was I knew there's a imbalance. The show is called the Energy Exchange, and the reason for that is because I think it's so important to make sure that these exchanges, like there is some reciprocity. Of course, it
1: has to be a symbiotic relationship. You give, give and take, give and take, not just yeah, give, give.
0: Exactly. So for me, I'm I'm doing better at like receiving, like like receiving gifts, receiving love, like receiving all of these things. And in the past, maybe I would be like resistant towards that, or I would feel like undeserving. Mm -hmm. So now it's like, it's like, you know what? Like, thank you. I appreciate that. Like, yes, I do deserve that. And the fact that you want to acknowledge me and give me this means the world to me. So for me, I understand that now I need to be with someone and surround myself with people who have that same approach. And, and when it's like that, when you're giving without expectations, but there's that mutual respect and there's that mutual uh, reciprocity that we spoke about, I feel like relationships really elevate. And thrive. Yes, and thrive. And I think that's so important. And again, it goes back to like, it goes back to the relationship with yourself. I clearly in those moments in the past, like had worthiness issues where like maybe I didn't think I was a good enough partner where just me wasn't enough, where I felt like I I needed to do all of these other things extra to receive that person and receive their love and like validity. So for me, I'm in a place where I'm like, yo, I have so much to offer the way that I am. And of course, I'm going to support you through whatever it is that you want support with. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I expect the same in return. Like it's that mutual admiration society that we're creating. As it it should be. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I love that. It's difficult. It's definitely difficult to, to let go and remember, this all ties back to how we started the conversation with the acro yoga, letting go of those fears and just trusting and, and being present. I really like that you said that. I struggled a long time just being present because my mind just runs a million miles an hour and I'm thinking about a hundred different things. But being present is something that I definitely just want to work on because it helps you not only with relationships, but with life. You know, look up, look up for a second. Where are you? How many times you are you just driving? Maybe you're listening to this podcast while driving and you don't even, you're going to get to your destination. You don't remember how you got there. That happens to me all the time. Does that mean that we're not being present? Of course. So yeah, right now we're looking outside. (laughs) We're looking looking outside of Jeremy's balcony and it's stunning, but really just taking the moment to realize that life is a lot more than just your phone screen. I know a lot of us walk around just looking down all day um, and really just putting that in your pocket and just analyzing the world and how beautiful it is and being open to receiving We spoke this morning about life is just filled with abundance. And I love... I don't know if you want to talk briefly about like the abundance mindset. Yeah,
0: of course. So for a
1: long time, I had the scarcity mindset. mm. I felt like there was never enough for me to Mm. receive. No, that's a lie, guys. You can receive everything. There's room for everybody to grow. There's room for everybody to succeed. You can get absolutely anybody, anything that anybody else can, are you willing to receive it? So you need to switch your mindset from scarcity, from a scarce mindset to an abundance mindset. And then so many things will start working in your favor.
0: Mm, for sure. And the world really is abundant. And what I've learned is that you don't create abundance. Abundance is the natural state of the universe. We just create limitations that get in the way and in um, and, and the form of limiting beliefs and toxic relationships and all of these things that take away from really everything that we have at our fingertips. So I wanna finish up by asking you, okay, it's Natalie's last supper. It's like the most delicious, like this is gonna be your 20% cause it's your last supper. So like, first of all, what are your go-tos? What are your go-tos like on that dinner plate? What are we having?
1: This is my last supper ever. Last supper. But I can have a variety of things yes. on that plate. Okay, pay I, through, I already, know my, it. Not okay. already know it. I'm gonna have lomo saltado, A Lomo Saltado sushi roll. If you have not tried that, try it.
0: I saw that, where was that?
1: Some restaurant super close to my house. Really? I saw the picture, I was like, what? It's a Lomo Saltado and a sushi roll. I want an array of cookies, a mixture of Oreo cookies and chocolate chip cookies. That's my advice. And for sure, Froyo. That's gonna be my perfect last supper.
0: Mm, okay. Interesting. All right, mm-hmm. I have a great place to take you for Oreo shakes. Oh, yes. Burger and shakes yes. have you been? No. Oh my gosh, it's so <laughs> fuego. Okay, now that same dinner table, you have 3 people to join you. It can't be family, okay? So that that makes it a little easier and they have to actually be alive. So they're alive today. Three people you wanna be at that Last Supper, you get to ask them any questions, you get to soak up any knowledge and you get to experience that Last Supper with these three people. Who are they?
1: Eminem, he is my favorite artist of all time for sure. I'm gonna be sitting having my Lomo Saltado with Eminem. Next to Eminem will be Gary Vee. That man has sparked so much knowledge in my mind with his podcast, with all of his videos on Instagram. He is just a knowledge bomb that I listen to almost daily and then the third person you said it can't be family no darn sorry, that's sorry. gonna be it's gonna be a hard one. who's the third person who's the third person man I'm on a time crunch ah! I don't know, I don't know.
0: I can't be the third person five what? seconds four right now you have two guys do you want like to balance the energies or you want that's gonna be a lit dinner already oh heck yeah (laughs) we might not even need a third but i'm gonna make you pick one anyway
1: angie lee do you know who Angie Lee is? She mm-hmm. had her podcast is at the Angie Lee show free plug for her, but she has taught me so much as far as business, but in a way that sounds friendly. So she provides so much information that makes you think that you're talking to one of your friends. And I've gained so much knowledge from her, not only just like with business, but with feminine energy, masculine energy, I would love to just sit down with her. And then those two people right next to her, that'd be lit. Mm-hmm. That'd be a lit dinner. <laughs> Angie yeah. Lee, Gary Vee, and Emma. I would M&M. have to
0: be like a fly on the wall in that scenario, <laughs> or I'll be like the video. Yeah. I'll be the content creator. I'm like, oh, let's go. That'd be so Okay. Dope. Um, Nat, this has been fucking amazing. Uh, real quick, share with people where they can connect with you. Okay, so you okay. guys
1: can find me on uh Instagram, TikTok, my handle is at Natalie C fit. You can find all ob- that out. N-A-T-H-A-L-I-E. C F I T it at natalie c fit follow me across those social platforms and you'll see everything that i'm about i have tons of testimonials tons of free valuable information if you guys are looking to kickstart your fitness journey in a way that's healthy and sustainable i'm your girl
0: let's go yes i can definitely attest to that and i want to acknowledge you i want to acknowledge you for the amazing work that you're putting out in the world and the incredible commitment and consistency that you've demonstrated over these last, I don't even know how many years. I mean, for sure in the time I know you, but I know you were doing it long before that and really staying so intact with your mission to inspire others to help others to serve others and it's so admirable what you're doing and the fact that you stay as consistent as you are and your passion just speaks for itself and I'm grateful to have you as a friend and I'm so excited to continue creating together and I know this show is going to change somebody's life
1: yeah I hope so I know so (laughs) thank you so much Jeremy for having me on this podcast I hope that you guys gained some value from this we spoke a lot not just on health and wellness but life and personal development so I wish you guys all the best uh, wherever you're at in the world I'm sending you a lot of positive vibes I hope that you continue thriving Uh, stay tuned with more content than Jeremy and I are going to be coming out with and hopefully there's a part two of this episode
0: yes much love fam you already know know what time it is it's time to shoot natalie a follow shoot her a message and let her know what the biggest takeaway you had from this show was because i know one of those knowledge bombs hit you square in the fucking face so share that with nat you already know at natalie c fit i can't wait for you to share that wisdom the best way for you to continue spreading this message is by sharing this knowledge and information with a friend with a family member let them know what are those takeaways that you had from today. Love you so much, fam. Keep crushing life. Let's fucking go. You already know what time it is. It's time to get off your ass and start exchanging energy. Peace. (laughs) Please, please, please let me know what you thought. Let me know how I did. Let me know what was the biggest divine download that you had, because ultimately that allows me to be better. And not only that, when you teach something, when you share something, That means you're learning it twice. That means it's becoming a habit. That means it's becoming part of your DNA. So much love, fam. And as always, it would mean the world if you took that extra 13 to 24 seconds to leave a review in the iTunes store. It helps spread this message and reach more people. I got so much love for you and I will see you back here for Monday's show. Peace out.